The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. Good morning, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty Radio Show here on Red State Talk Radio. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here on Saturday morning, and I am waiting on my co host. <laughs> <laughs> who has not logged in just yet. So going to give some time for that. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsofLibertyRadio.com and SonsofLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, you can do so at SonsofLibertyMedia.com. Just head over there and scroll down right there on the right. That's right. You can see the face that's made for radio. And uh, we're going live. You can also catch that live feed on Twitter at FPPTim. My Periscope account and Twitch account are linked to Setting Brush Fires if you're on any of those platforms. Facebook is Bradley Dean SOL. Our YouTube channel is B Dean Sons of Liberty. And BeforeIt'sNews.com, right there going live on the front page at Before It's News. And then DLive.tv at The Sons of Liberty. And then if you're branching out a little bit further, Spreely Gab, Me, We Minds, and USA.life at Sons of Liberty and Sons of Liberty Media. Yeah, not no green hair today, uh, just to do, at least not for now. We might have it later, but uh, at least not for now. Um, didn't get the other cam changed out here, so hopefully this one's going to hold up. Uh, the number's 215-TOP-TALK, 215-867-8255. You want to give us a call, you got a comment or a question, please just jump on the line with us, and uh, love to hear from you. Um, today is the, the topic we're going to talk about is the tyranny growing in the UK. Um, and with that said, there is the, um, well, our health and wellness expert, we're, we're waiting on her to, to log in. And I talked with her just a little while ago. She says she's going to log in. So I don't know what, what happened, but, uh, Kate's not on yet. So <laughs> we're waiting on her to log in. Um, there are several other things, though. Let me let me talk to a little bit of stuff that's going on, a, a little bit of things that are going on now. And this comes by way of the fact that I had a uh, an interview between three people this past week that I was sent. Victor Poirier. You guys remember Victor from Tuesdays. Again, he's still trying to get out of New York, <laughs> sell his house and get out of New York and come down to the south here. Um and then he's going to join me on a either one or two programs, probably two, to deal with the alleged Trump economy, the greatest economy in history. It's not that at all. It's actually a deception. 
uh, just like the guys before him. It's a deception. It doesn't matter if you have a job. It doesn't matter if Wall Street's doing what it's doing. It is a deception as to what's actually taking place financially in the United States. One of the ways that you can kind of see how this plays out is in an article that I that I put out. And again, we'll get to Kate as soon as she logs in. Um, but I put it out yesterday. And I think this is the way... I think people don't understand economics. I think that's a, a primary thing. Okay. No, uh, Joy, I'm not putting it on there because every time I put something on on Saturday and we're dealing with something out of the UK, something with Kate, something with Trafalgar Square, they're giving us a strike or cutting us off. And yesterday, if you guys noticed, they cut us off, uh, YouTube cut us off on the Sons of Liberty channel about 10 minutes before the end because we were covering Pizzagate. And they deleted the video saying it was against their terms of service, but they never sent us anything. You have to go to the link in order to see it. So I, I decided today we have two strikes. If we get a third one, they pull the channel. So this is where we're at. Um, so with that said, let me make this point as I bring Kate on. And uh, we'll get her set up here shortly. In fact, let me let me do that now. Uh, we'll, get, uh, we'll get Kate put in and... Um, See where she is at, and I'll add her in here. Good morning, Kate. Hi. Scarlet <laughs> uh, <like> Pimpernel. <laughs> what we're gonna do is we're, we'll bring Kate up, and then I'm gonna make this point right quick, Kate, and then we're gonna we're gonna jump into uh, what's going on in the UK there. Uh, so let me um, again live radio here, folks. Let me bring this up. Okay, so this is the issue with the economics. The U.S. budget deficit triples to record $3.1 trillion in 2020 as U.S. spends 90% more than it collects. And don't you people jump in here and say, well, it's the Democrats. No, sir, no, ma'am. It's both of them. And here, if you know how our system of government works, Congress puts forth a bill. And by the way, I'll remind you, Donald Trump has not vetoed one bill sent to him. Not one of them. They send him the bill. He is to either veto it or sign it. Okay? He is only to sign it if it's constitutional. Okay? So, do you guys remember just a few years ago, quote-unquote conservatives were ticked off at the usurper, Barack Hussein Obama, Satoru Sabarka, for signing or for for signing bills that led to one trillion dollars in deficit spending every year he was in office, you remember that, guys? This is the same stuff on steroids. Okay, it's the same stuff, and here's where you're getting here's where you're getting roped in. While all the the Q cult Q U L T are thinking, oh, we're just trusting the plan. Let me tell you what the plan's doing. It's robbing you of your wealth, and you don't even know it. You're too busy looking in the left hand to see the trick going on in the right hand. And here's, here's Trump. He's promised the elimination of the national debt in eight years. Now, let me put it to you this way. There can be that. There can be an elimination of debt, but it's going to come at a cost. You see, everybody thinks they're talking a jubilee year. Well, a jubilee year would just erase the debt, period. 
This is taking as much as can be as possible, putting it in the debt, which they're going to scrap, and then they're coming in. You want to know why the riots are going on in the streets and stuff, and they're not being dealt with by this president? Is because wherever those riots and stuff are going on, do you know what's happening to the value of the properties? They're tanking. They're tanking. And you watch. The money that Trump is being put out into the, that he's talking about all these millions and billions of dollars, you watch it. That money's going to be used to buy up those properties for ten cents on the dollar. Right. That's that's what's going to happen here. Okay, so just be uh, just be aware of what's going on. Not all is as it seems to be. Okay, not all is as it seems to be. And again, uh, this story came out of uh, Zero Hedge, and he was showing the debt. I mean. L- Seriously, you got to see this, right? This is U.S. debt. Okay, now look, we we had a we had an issue here with Barack Obama. No question about it. Barack Obama comes in in two thousand eight. Okay, you can see that he just went on this massive climb. Okay, and Trump has continued that debt, and you can see here. Look, I mean, this is absolutely. Insane. It's absolutely insane. It is It is a globalist plan. That's exactly what it is. For those of you who don't think, who keep saying Trump is not a globalist, Trump is not a globalist, Trump, that's what he says. See, people like Tina bury their heads in the sand. Just remember, folks, when your head's in the sand, your rear end's up in the air. Okay? And this is what's going on. Further and further and further and further into debt. And if you don't think that when they clear this out, you've got pensions, you've got government pensions, you've got other pensions in the work that you're at, you've got all these savings, all this other. If you don't think that stuff is is not going, if you think it's going to still be there, you're out of your mind. You're out of your mind. Because when they clear the slate, they're going to clear it for good. And then they have something waiting in the wings. And folks, it ain't the gold standard. I know Trump has told you that. That's not what they're going to push in here. They're not going to push in the gold standard. All right. Now, with that said, we're going to bring out Kate and uh, see what she's got there. And uh, good morning, Kate. Hi, good morning. I must apologize. I'm on my iPad because the corrupt police have still got my laptop, even though the warrant was illegal, uh, wasn't signed. And they've kept my laptop just in case I don't pay a fine, even though they took it under a warrant for um, anti-vax, COVID, and 5G conspiracies, even though that's not against the law. So I'm on my iPad until I, I get it back. Um, we, uh, we, we have, a, you know, in the UK, we had this, this new thing that was, was uh, in Parliament again, the second reading, and it's called What's Covert Intelligence? And basically, I think they've got the same thing in America where... They're allowed, if, it, if it's all for the greater good, uh, they're allowed, these, these particular officers from certain agencies are allow, allowed to act unlawfully, really. Um, we had a thing in the UK where the animal rights activists were infiltrated by the police and, and they were having relationships with them. And one actually fathered a child with a woman in his work as an undercover, undercover officer. Well, I believe the very thing that you have in America, this particular act, um, it does exclude torture and murder. 
But now they've just been going through, putting the same act through our parliament to give these MI5. Um, deeply alarming that the proposal, the board does not explicitly, this is the new law that's coming in the UK, does not explicitly prohibit MI5 and other agencies from authorising crimes like torturing, killing. Uh, so basically, this new law that's coming in is, is going to give them potentially the legal, they'll have the law behind them, that they can, they can torture you and murder you, all in, under the guise of all for the greater good. Let, um, let me ask a question about uh, that. Let me ask a question about that um, that you're bringing up there. Wouldn't other laws be there? To cover that, I mean, that doesn't. It seems like if you have a law against murder, then that's a law that's already in place. What I don't understand um, this particular issue here. Well, it's on Monday, the fifth of October. The covert human intelligence sources bill passed its second reading, and it went through again on the fifteenth. Um, it, it's second reading in Parliament by one hundred and two eighty-two votes. Um, and basically, it doesn't because it says the minister added that the undercover agents known as covert human intelligence sources, I mean, who gives these people these names, um, have played a critical role in disrupting terrorist plots, thwarting 27 terror attacks. So they're talking about using this. But now, of course, when I was arrested, I was arrested by um, part of the police that deals with terrorism. So... Are they are they going to bring into this and start calling us do, domestic terrorists? Oh, I think um, they are. Yeah, exactly. And and the I I took an interest in reading this because uh, one of the crimes that they were saying I'd committed was um, public nuisance uh, with conspiracy to um, incite violence, and um, which carries what is it five to years to life in prison, and. And in with this, they've they've listed all the things. And one of the things I looked at was um, even the food standards agencies in there. What, what does that mean? They can poison you? <laughs> it, it's all in the interest of greater good. People who are watching this who are in the UK will know what I'm, what I'm saying. It's all for the greater good. It comes from a movie called Hot Fuss. And uh, that's what I'm referring to. Well, it's communism. Uh, it, that's, that's the line of communism. Yeah. It's, yeah. And uh, the deeply alarming that the proposed law does not explicitly prohibit MI5 and other agencies from authorising crimes like torture and killing, uh, said uh, 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 Graham Taggart, Amnesty International's UK Northern Ireland campaigns manager. And he goes on to say, in Northern Ireland, we've seen the consequences of undercover agents in paramilitary organisations operating with apparent impunity whilst committing grave human rights abuses, including murder and such criminal acts, do not become any less serious when placed on a legal footing. So basically, what they're doing is, is putting this on a legal footing. And then uh, we had this, uh, I mean, I, look, I'm not by any stretch of the imagination um, up on politics, but I have since March done a sort of crash course in it. And I look at how does that apply to us, the common man? How does that apply to us? And you had this guy, uh, Tobias Allwood, stating he wants paramilitary on the, st on the streets. Uh, I wonder how the people of Northern Ireland will accept paramilitary on their streets, having been through it once already. I can't see that going down well or even being accepted. And then when we talk about paramilitary, um, 
you know, are we talking about our military? Because when we, when we come out of the EU, our military actually belongs to the EU. We don't own a military. I say we collectively, as in we of the United Kingdom, and I, I am very much English, and, and the plan is to get rid of England. It's to break it up into counties so we, we actually are there no more, a bit like Palestine. Hmm. Um, so, Kate, Kate, hang, so hang I, on. Can you hang on for me just a second? We got a caller calling in. Let's see uh, what's going on here. This is, uh, looks, it says R.D. Vesser. Caller, are you there? That me? That's you. Good morning, guys. Um, Good morning. Yeah, whatever. You know, as we see uh, a lot of youth captivated by socialism, I think the real history of socialism, they don't get. They don't get what happens to people at the centers, the kulaks. Yeah, they <laughs> don't. Instance, uh, they're liquidated. What does that mean? They're murdered. And uh, uh, wars are started. I mean, what you get into, as you look at the purges Stalin had, uh, uh, <laughs> he yeah. killed more Russians than he did Germans. Oh, sure. Uh, as we look at Mao Zedong and the Chinese uh, uh, revolution, I think you'll find that uh, totals get in the two world wars that they stirred up. I think you'll find the totals get in over a hundred million souls, and translated into today's uh, people, you're, you're killing off uh, thousands of millions in the, in a long haul. Mm. But uh, and you mentioned earlier elections. I'm sorry, Stalin made a comment one time. Yeah. It doesn't matter who votes. I agree. It matters who counts the votes. And it's very simple to toggle an election. All you have to do when you have a mechanical or an electronic or any kind of technical voter tabulation, all you have to do is make an assessment poll just by randomly uh, uh, polling. Hey, find out And on the mechanical machines in Chicago, it was done by changing labels on the on the mechanical voting machine, and it can be done electrically or electronically by changing toggles. That is, just toggle the results in any particular race, and it's uh, easily done. But uh, anyway, and I, I, I uh, we go into this election, and uh, as we go more technical and sophisticated, we get away from the idea of having. Votes counted in the precinct. They're made with election judges from each, uh, from both parties to oversee the uh, skullduggery doesn't get involved. But anyway, it is interesting going in here, and I hope we can hang on to our liberty, and I appreciate you letting me in. Yeah, sure. Thank you for your call. Good to hear from you, man. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, there he goes. And uh, he's got a good point <clears throat> about the elections, Don't, not to get off on that uh, today, but, um, you know, we have... Uh, a guy on record, under oath, in Ohio, who developed the software for the electronic voting, who said, eh, you can swing the vote by 1% and nobody would ever know, and you can mess with the voting. That's probably the easiest way. If you have uh, electronic voting, like we do here in York, South Carolina, that is one of the easiest ways, all right? It really is the easiest ways to manipulate votes. And I've often said, how in the world is South Carolina continuing to put somebody like Lindsey Graham in the Senate? I, you know, I'm assuming that's it. Either that or the people have become so propagandized that they think Lindsey's their boy. 
and uh, it's just it's it's ridiculous. But anyway, we appreciate that call very much. Uh, sorry to interrupt you, Kate. There, you had some other things you were talking about. Yeah. So so um so we have this being passed in the UK, and now up and down the UK everywhere, um, they're talking about this three tier system, and what they're saying is we're having more and more. Um, outbreaks of this COVID-19 and the cases are going up. But what they're talking about is more and more positive tests with this PCR test, which is not a diagnostic. It was never been meant to use on its own anyway. It was meant to be used in unison with um, symptoms. So you have that as well. So these are positive tests. Then we see in the news, X amount of people have died after testing positive. So again, it's what have they died of? We have nurses uh, still saying that the hospitals are quiet. They're too frightened to speak out. And, uh, and then um, they're now shutting down using this tear system, which means, seems to be predominantly in the north, which is where they've always suffered um, more economic strife. Uh, um, you know, uh, uh, and even, uh, sorry, I've got cat hairs on my nose. Um, even, um, you know, with the miners' strike years ago in the 80s, it was the north that suffered. So, so yesterday you saw armed police, I believe it was tactical firearms unit, going to a gym in the north, I think it was Liverpool, telling the owners that they had to close. And they said, we're not, we're not going to close because we'll never open if we close. And so they sent, I think it was six or seven armed police, you know, with the big guns and the vests on. Uh, and, you know, my question is, what were they going to do? Shoot them if they didn't close? Were they going to open fire on them? Oh, were they there? And uh, oh, well, we might, they might be armed. So uh, we're, going in, we're going in with guns. And then what they started to do was say, for every uh, hour that you wrote, we're going to fine you more money. We're going to keep giving you another fine and another fine. Where is that written in law that, that they can do that? It isn't. Um, where are any of these, these law, these fines aren't even legal. Uh, so, like, we're challenging them. We're going to challenge them. Where are they so, going to get the money to pay the fines is what I want to know. Aren't they shutting down businesses and things like this? Exactly. And so what they're doing is uh, they did a GoFundMe page and loads of people have put money into it. And these guys are getting a lot of press and everything else. But why would they want to pay that? Why would they want to pay the piper? Um, because these and, and these cops, I, I'm, I'm, t- I'm fed up with a lot of that lot. I'm just doing my job. Good luck to you, lads, because uh, and women, um, you're not going to be required, uh, and they don't see that. So, so they're going in, and then you've got um, one of the councillors has come out and said, "Well, why should Manchester close? It's unfair if London's not closing." Well, you know, yeah, that's great that he's speaking out, but even the the, the the speech there is, "Why should we close if London's not closing?" Well, really, it should be, "Why should we close?" Full stop. Not, oh, "Well, why why are you picking on us?" If, if we're going to do, we'll, we'll do it if everyone else does it, which is what that statement I believe implies. Why should we do it if London's not? It should actually be why should we do it for a death rate of under one percent? Absolutely. Uh, and and there it should there it should end. And you know that document that's just come, the the tear system, incidentally, um, that they're coming up with this this reason reason why you know we should all shut. And it's really ridiculous. I was looking at it and then I looked at it and got bored looking at it because it's like, it's like you can go out if you must go out, but if you must go out, don't go out. Um, it's, you can first tier, you, you can't, you can't meet in your house with people. Um, but you can meet outside. Um, you can't be in bigger groups of six. 
But if you're in the next tier, you can't meet outside either. And the bit that picked my eye was church. You can't meet with family. You can't, you can't if you're in the, whatever it is, the third level, you can't meet. Churches can open, but it can't be, what is it, greater than six or whatever it is. And if you're of one family, you can't meet other family members from, you, from you know, your extended family in church. What it looks like, please, please just go and look at it all. I mean, don't ask me to go through the three tears. Please just pull it up and it will show you on the Internet the tear system that's being uh, like a tear, you know, tear, tear of wedding cake. Please, please just go be, which is being put out in the UK. Please go and look at it and look at the, the madness of it. And, and I'm looking at this with, uh, this with an objective eye. And this is what I think, based on all the scientific evidence of PCR tests, Obviously, it's a pandemic. There was no virus, virus ever isolated, never visualized, never isolated. So it's done on a rumor. So all of this is something that actually doesn't exist. And all of this on a rumor. And what it just looks like to me is they're absolutely making sure that they break down all the family and that you cannot get organized and, and talk to one another. And remember, you know, unity makes you much stronger. And so um i yesterday i'd read the document that i've sent to you you know the the leaked document tim um which came from the uh, it said the canadian uh pmo mirrors the department prime minister and cabinet who runs by high powered bureaucrats blah blah and he goes um they, they go on about according to this this leaked document how concerned they are because this leaked document's actually stating uh, just let me find the bit that I snapshotted, which was the most poignant part. Um, it said Canadian politicians in the loop of COVID planning have been told to their horror of a plan by uh, for a totalitarian response to an international economic collapse, which is what we're in now. This is economic collapse. It cannot be stopped. I've spoken to many people in finance right high up. They can't stop this now. It's happening. It's too far gone. And it is happening by design. Um, economic collapse involving a federal government offer to eliminate all personal debts, mortgages, loans, credit cards, etc., funded by the International Monetary Fund, the I- fund, the IMF, under the World Debt Reset Program. Now, forgive me, sounding a bit like Q to me. Um, in exchange, the individual would forfeit ownership of any and all property and assets forever. That means even if you buy something in the future, you own nothing. You own absolutely zero. You don't even own your pants. You own zero. Uh, And partake in the COVID-19 and the COVID-21 vaccination schedule, which would allegedly, 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 um, allow individuals unrestricted travel and living even under a full lockdown through the use of photo ID referred to as Canada's health pass. Now, yesterday, I decided I'd go and watch some dramas based on true stories from the Second World War. And I would go and brush up on the real reasons for the Second World War, not the ones we're taught in schools. And of course, I, I was looking at all, you know, when Germany was split and there was all the, the Germans in in a separate, it was in Germany, but it was cut off from the main Germany. 
and they were persecuted. They were murdered. Uh, they, they suffered the most horrific atrocities. And Germany themselves had been persecuted after the First World War financially. And, and Adolf Hitler came along and rose to the top and, and the people loved him. They adored him. He wanted to, quote, make Germany great again. That's what he was doing. And then the next thing, you know, he's standing up for these people that are being murdered and persecuted. He declares war and the rest is the history that we're taught in schools. So I started watching this drama. Um, I didn't do any work then. I was too busy watching all of this based on real life events. And I, and I have to say, it's all the same words, you know, essential workers, Dinah Papira Bitter, travel papers, um, Yellow Star David seems to be now the non-mask, whereas if you don't wear a mask, you are easily identifiable as a dissident, as someone that you're not in the program. Um, what happens to you then, how you're persecuted and how I believe Trump actually did uh, open some uh, thing that's only during wartime. Kate, we're having a little problem uh, with your audio there. Your audio is kind of... <laughs> Kate, your your audio is kind of acting robotic there. We lost about the last uh, 20 seconds or so of what you said there. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I got you. Okay, so so I was saying if you, you even if you read history um, or if you're just watching a documentary or drama, you'll see all the same things. You'll see, you know travel papers, um, identifying who you are, only those that are identifiable and are, are part of the this side have the freedom to travel at will during times of war. Your domestic and commercial belongings can be taken from you. They can be taken from you. So what I saw from all of this was that this is fourth generation warfare, silent weapons for quiet wars, no blood shall be shed, no weapon fired, but the new concentration camps is actually our own homes. It's our own towns. And we, we're being offered all the same things. And then there is this, this crossover, this blurring area of the whole Q thing. I'm not a believer in Q. Uh, the Jasara Nasara, the Great Reset. The Piper always needs paying. Always. All these top companies, as you were saying, Tim, are getting very rich. You know, your big tech, uh, your big tech giants are getting very rich. And all your small businesses, all your middle class, everybody's planned to go under. They want it that way. They want none of us to own anything, anything at all. And they're going to do a carrot on the end of a stick, just like they've done with um, offering you furlough, offering you all of these things. And now what's happening is you're going to be paying it back and some, and you're going to be paying it back with taxes. And what we see in London the London transport system is about to go under. And Sadiq Khan, total criminal, common purpose, EU puppet, is, you know, said he would bail them out for the next 18 months, but they're now still in this rankle. And, and they're saying the London transport is literally likely to shut in the next day or so, just completely shut because they don't have the money for any of it all. So all of this about furlough and everything else, they're going to take everything from you. And, and if you think that at the end of all that, well, okay, at least I'll be able to live because I'll own my body. Well, actually, no, you won't. Because when you have that vaccine. Yep. Dr. Kerry Midday talked about that on uh, yeah, this that Tuesday. Goes in to your DNA. It's an mRNA vaccine. 
it begins to replicate. You only, you've got 10 billion miles of DNA. You only need to take out one piece of DNA or put a different piece in or take a piece out and translocate it with another piece. Changes you forever. Well, this RNA is going to go in and very quickly, you're going to not be anything of who you are. So you're now not of the creator. What does that mean? It means you're a genetically modified organism, which means you can have a patent put on you. So you actually won't own your body. And if you think I'm talking rubbish, I don't care. Because while you lot were all out on your toilet rolls, watching Netflix, slagging me off and trying to ruin my career, which you haven't. Because when you start touching one of God's own, and we are one of God's own, because we're speaking the word, um, it doesn't happen. And that's why we keep popping back up and back up and back up, because God's got us, because we're speaking the truth. Uh, and it says in James, last chapter of James, that you know, when you know the truth and you don't speak it, that's a sin as well. So, you know, this is fact. What I'm telling you is fact. So when you sign over every all of your possessions, and they aren't just possessions, they mean nothing. You go in with, come in with out, you go out with out. It's a good northern saying. But when you start having that injection as well, then you don't even own the body. The body belongs to the devil. And that is what this is all about. The devil's got a bag of swag. He comes in. His biggest, his biggest triumph was convincing everyone he doesn't exist. Well, all of those lot, that Satanists, they all know he exists. Uh, and they all know God exists because for every force, there'll be an equal and opposing force. So even physicists believe in God. No God exists. So if you sign up for this and you sign away everything, everything you even might have in the future, you've got to have that vaccine. So you're signing away your soul, your, soul, your body as well. You're going to die. It's as simple as that. You are going to die. You've only got to look at what's in the vaccine. It's not got a license. Untrained people are going to be giving it to you. The people who created it are not going to be accountable for if you drop dead on the spot as an anaphylactic reaction, which people do every single year. You give them vaccines, they have an anaphylactic, they die there and then. Then you get the ones that die uh, shortly afterwards of a cytokine storm. That might happen to you as well. This one's like no other. And you don't know what's coming after that. God help you. And uh, so you're signing away everything. This is a trick. It's a trick. And I see now, this is my personal opinion, that, you know, the whole Q, the Jasara and Asara, the, the global reset, it, it, socialism, communism, it's all linked. And, you know, in the Second World War, there were, the, the, the British were fighting alongside the communists to beat the fascists. Uh, they did have communists in there as well. You know, it's all against. So, so this all becomes blurred. I'm not, an, I'm not a historical expert. I'm not, a, I'm not an expert on a lot of these things. But I've, 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 I've read little bits. And, and let me tell you, it's like a clock face. One follows, two follows, three follows, four follows, five. It all follows on. It's all on there. It's all there. So, wow, this is the biggest deception. And so far, um, everything that I see people doing, you know, rallies, um, even the doctors coming out, the, uh, the thing that you asked me to talk about, the, the Barrington Declaration. Yeah. Uh, please forgive me, folks. And even, you know, the, the Internet, the Do- Doctors Alliance, that, that, you know, the, the doctors that I know that went to, I was asked to go actually to Berlin. Um, all of this for me now. Can, can, you, it, can it, you elaborate on that just a little bit, Kate? Because we were talking uh, yesterday and you said that uh, they were trying to get Kevin over there 
and uh, Dr. Corbett. And so what you, what you guys t- tell people what you found out that if he went, how he was going to be muzzled for at least two weeks there. Well, that was, that was to go to, to, to Germany. To go to, yeah, no, to go to Ireland. Oh, Ireland. You I'm sorry. Ireland, yeah. You, you've got to be straight away. You've got to be quarantined for two weeks. First of all, as you arrive or you go to prison, that's the same as the Isle of Man. I mean, where Pe- people, 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 this is for something with a, if you believe it exists for a 1% death rate. Now they're going to be amalgamating flu with this COVID-19. Uh, and you can, incidentally, you will be able to break that down. If you dig enough, you'll be able to see. So they're creating it. Now, they, uh, you know, to go to Germany and talk about this, to talk about what? We've got all these people, these people that were originally in government saying, you know, giving you the background. These doctors, epidemiologists, scientists have come out and even said the, the measures that they're taking against this is, is disproportionate. So they've all now been kicked out. And now they're using words. They're using the words that they use in wartime. It's not about, it's got nothing to do with the virus. They're using the very words. It's political. It's all political. Curfew. Curfew. And these tear systems, please go and read them, you know, from 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. or 5 a.m. Curfew. What What does this virus go? Uh, I, can't, I, I can't jump on you now because it's gone 10 o'clock. I can only get you between the hours of such and such and such and such. Oh, no. Now you can have a restaurant. And you can serve as long as you're serving a substantial amount of food. Well, what's substantial? What does substantial mean? I know people that they'll eat an hors d'oeuvre and that's enough for them. They're full. Would that be substantial? Or does it have to be a main course? It's, it's all political, but the words are the same as what they've used in, in, in the last time they did globalist push. Dine a papira bitter, your papers. You've got to have ID. Are you an essential worker? curfew um you know it used to be uh, that if you if you gave out pamphlets leaflets spreading what they would call propaganda um if you were printing it if you were the one speaking of it you were all dissidents you were political terrorists uh, you would be arrested you would be shot you'd certainly be detained they used to threaten the students always through history it's the students that will go out on the street because you know they're young they're fueled by testosterone they they want to live. They want to have their freedom. And then you'd have people my age are the ones that are doing it beyond the door, the doors and politically and in discussions. This is nothing new. And then eventually they turned on the students and the students were rounded up. They were imprisoned. They were executed. This has happened. This is what's happening. And, um, and this is, this is all happening now. It's exactly the same. Well, now we don't need to print leaflets and pamphlets and post them on lampposts you know, under cover of darkness. Now we have the internet. Now we have Facebook. Now we had YouTube. And what do you see in Australia? People that were sharing, sharing uh, flyers like myself. I was sharing flyers. So I got interviewed about that. I got interviewed about that. I was, um, um, I was inciting violence. So inciting a gathering, I was, I was telling people to go against public health uh, orders about don't gather. So we don't need to go out on the streets now. This is all internet. This is just the same thing. It's just fourth generation warfare. It's exactly the same. And um, a word of warning here, you know, uh, Kevin and I are actually going to publish this. I talked about um, 
something that's really interesting, the mask wearers. There's, there's three types of mask wearers, and it's really, really interesting because the mask wearers are the new people who are safe. They're compliant. But the non-mask wearers are the dissidents. They're the Jews, if you like. And, I, you know, if you're offended when I say that as a Jew, get over yourselves. You don't own the Holocaust. Uh, there was lots of gypsies and gays and disabled and infirmed and Polish and Russians and even Germans that were killed and, in the Holocaust. And, and a lot of Christians, too. Yeah. So I'm black. So let's, you know, stop talking about me in the Jewish Chronicle. I'm not interested. Your publication's rubbish. Um, so that's my personal opinion. It's rubbish. Anyway, um, so so these three, these mask wearers, you've got the people that wear the masks because they believe, number one, these the, the number one mask wearers, they believe that, the, that there's this virus that's going to kill them and everyone out there who's not wearing it is a threat to their, their mortality. And they're very dangerous. Number one, mask wearers are very dangerous because they're fear-led. And all anger comes from fear. All anger comes from fear. So they're very dangerous. Then we have the number twos, the number two mask wearers. They're wearing masks because they have to wear them. It's policy in their workplaces. Some of them might agree. A lot of them don't agree, but they're really angry because they're having to wear a mask. So why shouldn't everyone else? So they don't care what the laws are. They've got to wear it. So they're going to damn well make sure everyone else wears it. Now, number two, will uh, they will empower number one. And number one will empower number two. So you now have these number one and number two. Then you have number three mask wearers who they don't believe in any of it, but they wear the mask because they don't want to have, they don't want to have confrontation with anyone. Now, if they're in amongst people that don't wear masks, they'll take theirs off, but they won't stand up against the mask brigade. Yeah. Who are going to come down really hard. You know, Kate, one so of the, put- one of the things that came out this week, just so people know, um, the CD, the, the CD's own, CDC's own study found that most of the convids, that's I'm born there from uh, Brian at High Impact Flicks, convids cases were admitted mask wearers. The majority yeah. of the cases that they're saying even exist are from people that admit they wear masks. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So... So what's happening is you have these, these three mask wearers. And that mask, uh, the ones that aren't wearing it, is, is the new Star of David. And I fell short of that in a supermarket last week, uh, a week ago today, where I was, I was verbally uh, abused. And then by a member of staff in the store that I've been shopping in for 18 years, physically threatened me with violence to punch me in my face. Um, I've reported it to head office There's now and the store. There is now an internal investigation. And what that means, because they just confirmed that to the police, is there's clearly something on the CCTV footage. Now, the police officer uh, was rude to me, put the phone down on me, and he was discriminating against me because all he was concerned about, and he actually asked me, was, was I medically exempt and with what? And I said, well, it's none of your business. You can't ask me that. You have no authority to ask me that. I'm not prepared to answer it. So he wasn't prepared to investigate a crime. So then he thought better of it after he'd hung up on me and emailed me. Uh, but And I did say, thank you, and uh, good, you're investigating it following the law, but I've also reported you to the Independent Office of Police Complaints for discrimination and harassment. Because this, is, this has to be done while we have the law. We have to make a stand to set a precedent for other people. Because before you know it, this is what happened in, second, in Germany. 
in Czech Republic against the Germans themselves. This is what happened in former Yugoslavia. This is what happened in Rwanda. This is what happens in all of these situations. The biggest atrocities that are committed are committed on neighbor on neighbor. That means in former Yugoslavia, they would paint on your door if you were a Muslim. Then they would come back and set your house on fire. And if you tried to get out, they would shoot you. And all your neighbors that you'd lived next to for years stood by and watched you being murdered. Um, people were, uh, were battered in the streets. First of all, they were spat at, called names. Then they were physically harmed. Then they were killed. And everyone just looked on. So now what we're having in the UK and all over the place is, um, and I'm sure, I know it's happening abroad, but we're, we're fortunate in a way it hasn't come to that yet in the UK. But there's already been a woman on a bus because she didn't have a mask on. A man kicked her in the face, kicked her in the face. Lots of people are being verbally assaulted. I've now been threatened as well. So we have to set a precedence here. And now the, the police, you know, that cop, clearly didn't think I'd go as far as what, he should have Googled my name better, really. And I'm sure his computer would have lit up like a Halloween cake. Uh, oh, you would like, oh my word, it's her. Uh, because I am actually, I've got one case against the police and I'm now mounting other cases. One which was unlawful arrest and, and detainment, unlawful detainment, so it's, it's false arrest. Uh, they entered my house without a valid search warrant. It was, it was illegal, which means that's trespass. And they've also stolen my laptop. And they've still got it and they're not going to give it back in case I don't pay a fine, which has got nothing to do with why they obtained it in the first place, which was saying uh, anti-vax, COVID and conspiracy theories. Well, when was that illegal to have something about that in your household? It isn't. So the whole thing is wrong and unlawful. And I'm actually going to pursue it while we have the law. So so now you have the police who. uh, So when he did come back to me, he said he got the CCTV footage. What would I like him to do if it shows a crime? That's what he said in his email. And I said, I'd like you to follow the law. That's what I'd like. And if it does indeed follow the law, uh, and if it does indeed show a crime, then that man who who threatened me, because it's a criminal offence, needs to be arrested and needs to go through the system accordingly, possibly sacked. And I'm also going to take it to for the under the Equalities Act of 2010. And Tesco, who clearly haven't uh, educated their staff because Tesco said they can't ask you why you're not wearing a mask. So this all needs to be done and, and we must use the laws while they're in place or we have nothing. We have, we have tyranny happening anyway. But this is what happened in all illegal wars around the world. And even when you go back to the occupation in Northern Ireland where they had the paramilitary, the people of Northern Ireland suffered horrendous atrocities. Uh, and it doesn't matter, you know, go go look at it. If you wonder why there's so much hatred, go look at it. And, um, you know, I'm having a crash course in all of this. Uh, and actually, I am English and I'm proud to be English. But I also know what my own country have done uh, around the world to other countries. And I know what they've done in the past as the Redcoats. Oh, the States too. Uh, the, the United States too. Yeah. So it's all, excuse me, I'm just going to have a drink. This is grapefruit, turmeric. And lemon. Sorry, and honey. <laughs> oh, it's delicious. Um, <laughs> There's your health and you know, wellness for today, guys. <laughs> woo! Well, it's actually, um, it's a lovely anti-inflammatory. Um, it's got a um, piece that big of turmeric in, some of my distilled water, and I didn't have any lemons left. I need to go embrace the war zone, a.k.a. Tesco, without my mask. And uh, yeah, those, I'm sure they those lemon, I tell you, when they do this, uh, this great reset... Those lemons and that turmeric are going to cost you literally an arm and a leg oh, to get them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. but this, uh, 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 this is grapefruit. So I, um, I have actually found this very stressful. 
um, for myself because it's a, it's a great awakening and, and I'm wet for my children and, um, and for what's coming. And, um, and all I, like I was saying, all these things, all these doctors, all these epidemiologists and all these people, the great Barringtons, the doctors all coming out. And, you know, this is, uh, you know, have we seen any of it stop anything yet? No. It's business as usual, right on there with the global reset, globalist agenda. This is coming like a freight train. Please tell me anywhere where what everyone is doing is having an effect just yet. Can you see any of that having an effect yet, Tim? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah. there's there's a tremendous effect of that. And uh, people are just, I, they're, they're not paying attention. And this is the part um, that I was making mention. And by the way, guys, I'll put this video up. Because it's taken me several days to go through it because it's like two and a half hours. Uh, but there's some great minds here. Uh, one is Joseph Farrell. We've been trying to get him on the show, but I can't get a response. And the other one is Catherine Austin Fitz. Uh, she was in the government in the housing um, section of, of the federal government. And she's the one who was who was tagged in on. Here's what they're doing with the with the the land via the riots and coming in and doing that. She was seeing that <clears throat> and bringing that to the forefront. So I'll have that at the uh, in the archives when we put those up, guys. I'm serious. You want to watch that because it's not just a expose and looking at what's going on with with Q, but it's the interesting thing. And not to get off on the Q thing, but the interesting thing is they say it's what Q's not talking about that's so telling. Because a lot of the stuff that Q talks about is things that, that are readily available if you want to find them on the internet. Okay? And a lot of it's old stuff. I mean, it's just history. But the problem, the problem is the things that it doesn't talk about, and it doesn't really talk a lot about e- economics, and it doesn't talk about the quantitative easing and the debt that's here. It doesn't really do that. And so the people say, they just say, just trust the plan. See, they've hit on a, a certain part of society. And it isn't just in America, Kate. This is worldwide. They, they have hit on a certain part of society that should be standing up against the tyranny. And instead, they're sitting back going, Trump is our only savior. I mean, you see him coming yeah, into the yeah, chat yeah, room. It, 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 it's just Trump between us and the and the communists. No, it's not. It's you against everybody uh, that's that's against that's against freedom. It's you who stand against them, and the Lord stands with you if you are in opposition to tyranny. But if you're not, if you're just going on, guess what? You got something coming to you, and you don't even realize it. But they've 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 neutered the pa- the real patriots. They've neutered them by saying, the guys in government are just going to take care of you. And and they label it as Trump. And I'm telling you right now, he is nothing more than um, the P.T. Barnum. That's what he is. He's the P.T. Barnum of the 21st century. And guys, it's up to you. At least in America, our government is um, obviously... Not looking out for us. How can you sanction the murder of more than 60 million babies in America and then tell, turn around and tell the people, we have your health and, and, and your safety and well-being in our, our interests. We're, we're really looking out for you. You can't do it. It's, it's talking out of both sides of your mouth. <laughs> yeah, and, and you know, someone's just, someone's just on the group, the Telegram group that we're on, someone's just wrote, if Kate Shemaroni came out and said she had COVID, would you support her? 
<laughs> well, that'd be interesting, folks, because it's never been isolated or visualized. It doesn't technically exist. So if I came out and had said I had COVID, I'd be a liar. <laughs> so um, all of this, all of this, um, this whole thing, um, people, people saying they're waiting for Trump. Uh, God helps those who help themselves. If you put, it's just another scenario where you put yourself in someone else's hands, which is what happens when you get sick. This whole, this whole thing that's happening now wasn't created just, you know, since January. This has been created decades and decades ago. And the whole health system was there to make you sick, keep you sick, charge you for it, kill you, and even charge you out your estate to be disposed of. Um, so this has all been done. So when you think that you, when you get sick and you put your health in the hands of the doctor, that's exactly what you shouldn't be doing. And this is no different. So if you're putting your whole survival in the hands of, of someone else, Trump, you're foolish. So sitting here waiting to be rescued, you, you're wasting your time. You really should be. Right now, I mean, I, I, I've sold my house. I'm about to buy a new one. It's, it, we've got this legal bit, this stopping it at the moment. But as soon as it's gone through, I'm moving. You know, I'm looking for a house to buy cash where, where there's a big land where I can sink a well. I've got to get a greenhouse. I've got to get a polytunnel up really quickly. I've bought 20 years worth of organic seeds. Okay, I might be dead in a few years. We might all be dead. But the point is, I'm not sitting there waiting for someone else to come and rescue me. I see what's coming. I see what's coming. And, and I, I, in the UK, they've announced they're not going to be treating cancer patients, um, not till they've got coronavirus under wraps. Well, how can you get coronavirus ever under wraps? Because we've all got coronaviruses. And they're using a fraudulent test that picks up your own DNA. So everyone's a winner, baby, that's for sure. So they test you for coronavirus. You've all got it because it's looking up your DNA. So, it, you know, they're never going to be rid of it. So what they're telling you is there's no more medical system. You're not going to be treated for anything. You, you get old, you get over a certain age. My age, I'm in there with that. Um, you get a chest infection, you get anything wrong with you, you're not going to be treated. Yeah. They're not even doing diagnostics anymore. Cardiopulmonary. Okay, we're, we're coming up on the end of the show here. We've got about 20 seconds. Uh, tell people where they can they can follow you. You're on some different platforms. you got about 20 seconds. Go for it. Okay, I'm on BitChute. If you put my name in BitChute, actually, there's over 800 videos out there of mine. <laughs> I'm on Twitter, but I've got a ban at the moment till Tuesday, uh, at Kate Shemarani. You can now go on and subscribe to two websites. They're very raw. We've only just put them up. I've got to get the content in them. Uh, don't be offended by the first one. I've got a guy working with me. Hit it quick. Hit stuff. it quick. <laughs> uh, it's naturalnursearmy.com and kateshemarani.com. Subscribe. All right. Thank you, Kate. We appreciate you as always. You guys have a great weekend, great Lord's Day. And don't forget, Bradley, 3 p.m. this afternoon. See ya.